my podcast. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. I wanted to create a podcast to remind you that skating is for everyone. On today's podcast, we're going to be talking to Emily Sanders from the Pelham Civic Complex and Ice Arena in Pelham, Alabama. We're going to be talking to her about coaching. So sit back, grab a mug of your favorite beverage, and listen to this episode of On the Ice with Bernice. Well, I'm just so excited because today we have with us Emily Sanders, and I, I've personally known Emily for just a little bit of time. I met her at um, the last national showcase, and I just got to watch her skate, and it was just so exciting. Emily, I'm just so, so glad you could join me today. Thank you so much for having me, and may I say that I absolutely love seeing you perform at national showcase oh well thank you so much it's been a while since I've done anything but I I think it it was good to be back it was good to be back so um tell me a little bit about your skating journey because you know I I saw you skate have have you just done showcase or have you done other competitions like I don't know much about that so yeah I started skating when I was 12 um I live in Alabama where it is very warm during the summer and my mom thought it'd be a great idea to do something inside where it's not warm. Um, And we thought we were just going to do it for the summer, but I fell in love and started taking lessons and caught the bug and I've been skating ever since. Um, And I've done, last year was actually my first time doing showcase nationals. Well, I wouldn't have known that. It was very good. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I had a great time doing it. Uh, And before that, I had competed in theater on ice for around six seasons and then um, also competed like locally in my area and tested previously. Oh, wow. Now, have you just tested in one area or or have you done many different things in testing? (laughs) Many different things, Uh but um past my senior moves in the field and senior free skate wow Um, and then I've done a little bit of dance and a little bit of pairs oh well that's very exciting do you Uh, think you want to continue with that um I think dance definitely I'm still working (laughs) working through (laughs) um testing my pattern dances and with pairs I think it would be fun in the future, but for me personally, there like reaches a point with pairs where it gets a little terrifying. So those oh. pairs are, they're tough. <laughs> yeah, they, they look very tough. I personally have never done any of that because it's very terrifying and there's just so much of me. I just, I don't think someone else could handle that on the ice. Now you said you started skating at the age of 12. Tell me more about that. Because most people that I know started skating when they were younger than that. Was it weird to start skating at 12? Yes. Um, And I think that anyone can start at any age and they absolutely, if you want to start skating, you should start skating. Um, But it definitely was weird. You know, I was in basic one and I was I was a tall 12 year old. I haven't grown since I was 12. I'm the same height now that I was at 12. So I was very tall 12 year old. Um, And 
I was, you know, towering over the five-year-olds in my basic one class. And it felt, you know, you feel a little out of place, but I think the skating community is really welcoming and I quickly made friends and, um, yeah, so it was okay, but it was, it's definitely, um, the journey's a little bit different when you start later. I, I would agree. Um, getting back into it at my old age, it is, there's not a lot of us. So hopefully maybe one day there will be more older skaters skating. Um, Are I sure hope so. Now, um, do you have any advice for any people starting skating when they're older? Well, that's a great question. Um, I would say that you should do it, first of all, absolutely, if you're thinking about it. And then the second thing is that you should really communicate with your coach what your goals are. Um, because that's something I regret a little bit about when I started later was that I wasn't, I did want to be, I think more competitive than I was those first couple of years. And I didn't really tell anybody that. <laughs> and, um, so I think, you know, my coach, I had started later. Um, I was only skating maybe one day a week. I think just the assumption was that I was just going to do it recreationally and that's fine. And that's a perfectly valid, um, option for your skating. But I do wish that I had spoken up and said, Hey, actually, I would like to go a little bit farther with this. Like what's the next step? Um, and I didn't ask those questions. So I would say like, it's really, really important to communicate with your coach about what you want and to talk with them about what your different options are. Now, I'm just so glad you brought that up because I also know that you're not just a skater. You're also a figure skating coach. And so I wanted to talk to you about that because I think it's very valuable to get to talk to a coach about being a coach. What's that like? And how, as a skater, what what should I look for in a skating coach? Let's start there. Oh, that's a great question. Um, okay. What should you look for in a skating coach? I think um, typically the journey when you start skating is you take one to skate classes first. That might change for different people, but usually you do that. And that's a really great way to get to work with a lot of different coaches at your rink, right? As you progress through the levels, you'll typically work with other coaches and you can kind of see um, if there, if there are coaches that their personality really works well with yours, or you feel like you, um, they click with their coaching style. So that's a great like introduction to the coaches at your rink. And then the next thing I would say is that you want to start looking at what their skaters are doing. So if you're thinking that you want to pursue a competitive path, then are there, are there other skaters doing competitive things with that coach, or maybe you really want to do showcase. So of all the coaches that you're looking at, are there one, is there one coach that has a ton of skaters going to showcase nationals every year? So look at the skaters of the coaches that you're looking at to potentially work with um, and see if those skaters are doing the things that you want to do. So that's my second piece of advice. And then my third piece of advice, and this is something I really, really wish that I had known growing up is that you can do trial lessons with coaches. And most, I mean, some coaches might say that they don't do that, but most coaches are completely okay with doing a trial lesson. And so if you're coming out of one or two skate classes and you have 
three coaches that you really like at your rink, it's a great option to approach them and say, hey, I'm thinking about starting private lessons, but I'd like to do some trial lessons first. Can I work with you maybe once or twice before I make a decision? Um, and I think that's also a really good way to see who you connect with. Oh, that, that, that's good. I, I really like that advice. I know when I started skating, I, I, it was a little different back then, but I didn't know you could do a trial lesson. And, you know, sometimes in, in some of my relationships with my coaches, that might've been for the better. If, you know, I could have at least had a little while to, to see how we, how we clicked. Right. So, exactly. Right. Um, so I guess my next question is what's a good relationship for a coach and a student to have? Hmm. Um, I think I, mean, I said this earlier, but you, the coach and the student, it's all about communication, right? So as a coach, like I need to know what my skaters want out of their skating because I'm going to be making training plans for them and we're going to be sort of working toward their goals. And if I think they want to pass their senior moves in the field by the time they graduate high school, then maybe that's the thing that I'm really going to be focusing on. But their goal was actually that they wanted to go to showcase nationals this year. And I had no idea, right. Then that creates a disconnect um, with training. So I think the most important thing is that the coach and the skater are on the same page. And so your coach has to be someone that you feel like you can communicate with um, so that you guys can get on the same page and make a plan to achieve your goals. Well, I think that's really good advice as well. Now, um, what do you do when you, you've been with a coach for a while and suddenly things just start don't working out and, and you've come to the place where you realized you want to change coaches? What's the best way to go about doing that? Okay. This is a tough one because it's a hard situation for everybody. I know. That's why I'm throwing that at you. Yeah. Thanks, Bernice. You're welcome. <laughs> So it's tough for the skater. It's tough for typically the parents if they're involved. It's tough for the coach and also for the new coaches, right? Because that's always an interesting situation. I think the first thing you do, I'm going to say this again, is communicate with your coach. Um, and I think it's always good to tell your coach that there's problems, right? I think sometimes we let things get to a point where we're like, I absolutely can't do this anymore without first saying, hi, coach so-and-so. I really have been wanting to do this and we're not doing this. Can we shift gears? You know, can we, so I think the first step is just to see, can you repair your relationship with the coach that you have right now? Um, and sometimes that's not an option. Sometimes you've just grown apart or um, you feel like you need a fresh start and that's also totally fine. But I think the first step would be deciding whether or not you can repair, repair that relationship. Um, and then once you have decided to switch coaches, I think it's just, it's not easy, but I think you just be respectful and you thank your coach for all that they've taught you over the years. Um, you make sure, I mean, this is down into the details, but make sure that your bill is paid with them, that everything is settled up. Um, and then you move on and it's okay. Like, I think it's really easy to put off those kind of decisions because they're big and stressful and just let things get worse and like let resentment build or 
make it or let situations like that affect how you view skating, right? That can be a really tough environment to be in if you're not clicking with your coach. Um, and so it can be easy to feel like maybe I should just put it off and put it off mm -hmm. because it's a decision. Um, but it's a decision that a lot of skaters make all the time at every single level. So I think once you've decided, I really do need to move on, um, then again, thank your coach for everything that they've taught you and just let them know that you're going to be um, training with someone else now. Mm. Yeah, that, but, that is hard. <laughs> it's, it, it is hard. And I don't think there's any way to make it like not hard, right? Mm. It's someone you typically for a very long amount of time and you do have a relationship with that person. And yeah, it's hard, but it's also sometimes it's necessary. And I think um, it's better to like make the choice and move on if you have to. And I've had students that, you know, have I've worked with for a long time and they switch coaches and that was hard, but I wish them the best. And I want them to be with the coach that's right for them. Right. And so in the long run, we can all get more out of skating if we're clicking with the coaches skater relationship. Yes. I guess the big thing I hear you saying is that we need to remember that it is a relationship that we have between coaches and skaters and like any relationship with anyone, you got to communicate and you got to, if things are wrong, you got to say that there's something wrong. And, and really at the end of the day, you just got to be gracious and kind and remember that skating is for everybody and maybe there's just a different place for the skater to be. And it might not be with that coach. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. So how did you get into skating? I mean, getting into coaching, I've already asked that. Whew. How did you get into coaching? So I, um, it's actually, I sort of fell into it. So I was, in um in college and I think there was there's one of the sort of pop-up outdoor rinks for winter at um, a shopping center and I can't remember if maybe a coach canceled or someone wasn't able to show up I don't know exactly but I guess I was one of the older skaters at the rink and so they said Emily hey we really need some help would you mind coming down we're just teaching a couple basic learning to skate classes um and I think the idea was probably that I would just go and be, you know, the TA holding people's hand as they went around the rink. Um, but it was quite busy. And so I ended up actually having to teach my own class. Um, and one of the coaches that were there said, hey, that was, you did a really good job. Um, maybe you should start subbing at the rink sometime. And then the rest is history. I started doing that and then I really loved it um, and ended up deciding I still, you know, I completed my degree and everything, but I decided that I loved coaching. And so I pursued that. So are you doing anything in the realm of coaching that we should know about? Oh, well, I'm not sure. <laughs> well, do you have like an Instagram we could follow or a website to look at? Because I think that would be pretty cool. Absolutely. So I do. I have um, I have a website. It's coachemilysanders.com. Um, and I have 
some just more information about myself. And then I've got some blog posts up on there about like office equipment and um, warm ups and things like that. And then I also have an Instagram account, uh, which is also Coach Emily Sanders. Um, and I don't post as often as I should, according to the algorithm, but I'm going to get better. <laughs> and um, hopefully I'll be updating everyone pretty soon on that account about a book that I'm working on right now. Uh, it's a workbook for helping um, skaters make paths to achieve their goals. So I'm excited. Ooh. Well, that's really exciting. I think I'll have to go try to find you on the Instagram and maybe I, I can follow you if I can find you. I'm still trying to figure this out myself, but that sounds great. And I'm excited for this goal book. Thank you. Do you have you. any idea when it might come out? Because I got some goals I, I got, I need help with. Oh, well, so I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I'm hoping by let's say spring next year. Oh, that's good. We'll get um, Anita Saxana's book, um, Double Axle or Nothing. And then in the yes. spring, we'll get your book on the goal making after we've been inspired by her book in the Olympics. And it's just going to be great. Exactly. I'm excited. It'd be a fun start to 2022. <laughs> oh, I sure hope so. I'm so ready for next year. Mm. Me too. Well, Emily, I'm just so glad you could meet with me today. And I've just loved hearing more about you and coaching. And I'm going to have to go check on your Instagram and website and see how all that looks. I'm sure it's lovely. And thank you so much for meeting with me today. Thank you so much for having me. I had a great time. All right. See you later. Hey, bye, Bernice. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of On the Ice with Bernice. Today, we talked to Emily Sanders about her skating and coaching. Be sure to subscribe and follow On the Ice with Bernice on social media. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, please consider supporting me on Patreon. That would be On the Ice with Bernice. And remember... Everyone is welcome on the ice.